Welcome to the Soul Craft Your Life podcast. My name is Carmen Marshall, and I'm a life design and manifestation expert, a seven-figure entrepreneur, wellness educator, and a dance teacher. And I'm passionate about helping you create a magical and fulfilling life. Whether you want to discover your purpose, learn how to attract financial abundance, or create more health, balance, joy, and connection in your life, the Soul Craft Your Life podcast has got you covered. One part strategy and one part soul. Each week we explore both the practical and the spiritual with intriguing experts and fascinating human beings, all sharing their wisdom to help expand what we think is possible for our own lives. The goal, to help you create a life you love on your own terms that stems from your soul. Let's dive in and discover what this life has to offer each of us. Hello, gorgeous souls, and welcome to episode 16. This is a shorty episode by me, how to succeed in business if you're an introvert. Now, I'm really excited about this particular episode because I recently sent out my 2022 survey to my whole entire list. And this is a survey that I do every year so that I can really get a sense of what people need and want. And this is a topic that came up. And I really wanted to talk about it because I'm actually an introvert and you may or may not realize that. And there's a common misconception that extroverts are more successful in business when that's simply not true. But the reason we think that is we think that in order to be successful in business, you have to be networking all the time. You have to be super gregarious. You have to always love talking to people. You have to be super assertive. And again, that's not true. And this is really interesting. When we think of the USA, which we always tend to think of US personalities being a little bit more over the top, and I can say that because I'm half United Statesian. <laughs> my mom's from America and my dad's from Canada. And even in the US, 50% of people are considered to be introverts. So if half of the population are introverts, it can't be that one way is better than the other and certainly not in business. So let's actually break down what extroverts are versus introverts. So extroverts are simply people who are energized by socializing and solving problems through discussion. Now, introverts like me tend to be a little bit more introspective and gain energy from their alone time. So extroverts love to be around people and they actually figure out the solutions when they're in dialogue versus say someone like me loves people, but I definitely need time on my own to source myself. And I really like to think about things. I actually work better on my own than in a group. And an extrovert would tend to work better in a group. But something that's really important to note, these personality dimensions exist on a spectrum. So we don't exist purely on one side or the other. And I'll give an example. Even though I'm an introvert, when I sold my first network marketing business, I thought, well, I love working on my own. I love to study. I love books. And so why don't I go into trading? I lasted in trading for probably, I think, a month because it was too isolating. I was too much of a, a recluse. Not that there's anything wrong with being a recluse. If you've seen the recent movie, which I loved, where the crawdads sing, the main character is a recluse, and she's just an amazing human being. So again, none of these things are not what we shouldn't be. We just have to really lean into our strengths and realize it's it's part of our personality that can actually be a huge asset. It can actually be our superpower. So again, it's really important to realize that we're all somewhere along the spectrum. So say for me, I love people and I love being with people, but I definitely need a lot of alone time to resource myself. And I actually work better on my own. 
Now, my husband, Peter, is an extrovert, and you'll find oftentimes that extroverts and introverts also partner because we always try to find like a medium with our personalities. We don't want to marry the same person. And there's also another biological reason for this. They say it's to help even out the gene pool. So it's sometimes why someone who's very tall may be attractive to someone who's short and vice versa. So Peter loves being around people. He really sources his energy from that. And he actually loves working and problem solving with people. So that gives you two very different, not ends of the spectrum, but places on the spectrum. But Peter also needs alone time as well. So again, you're going to be somewhere in there, but if you tend to love being with people, solving problems with people, you're probably more of an extrovert if you gain your energy from being with people. And you're more on the introvert side if you tend to gain energy from being alone and that you may be a little bit more introspective. Okay, so let's go back to the main point though. You don't have to be an extrovert to succeed as an entrepreneur. And why? Because business success is about two things, making smart decisions and solving problems. So let me say that again, because this is really important. Being in business, having your own business, whether it's a traditional business, whether it's network marketing, whether it's something that's centered around what you love, whatever it is, it's not about being an extrovert or an introvert. It's about making smart decisions and solving problems. And you can be an extrovert, introvert, introvert, I should say, introvert. (laughs) I'm going to make up a new term. You can be an extrovert. You can be an introvert. You can be a recluse because it's all about making smart decisions and solving problems. When you view being an introvert or anything that you are as an asset, it can become your superpower. And it's something that I really lean into. So I'm going to teach you everything that I've done as an introvert. So first of all, as an introvert, we tend to be very creative in our thinking. So we come up with many different ideas because we're a little bit more introspective. Again, if I think of Peter, who's an extrovert, he's introspective as well, extremely creative. So it's not just introverts, but introverts do tend to be very creative. They're also great listeners because we don't always want to be in the limelight. We don't always want to be the center of attention, which again, that isn't bad or good. It's just a different personality character. And we wouldn't want to all be introverts. We need extroverts, but introverts tend to be really great listeners and then also great leaders because we want to actually promote other people rather than ourselves into the limelight. Now, what introverts can find challenging though, is socializing, small talk, networking, and being assertive. So these are the things that I want to give you some strategies for. And it's what I've done in my entire life as an entrepreneur for the past 21 years. So number one, set yourself up for success. And the biggest thing is that you want to really own that you're an introvert. And this goes for anything that we are. Just fully own it. If someone says you're this way and you know you are, just fully own that. We have to really step into who we are and our eccentricities, the way things that make us different, because those are always our superpowers. And when we think about the people that we like, we don't want people who are just all the same. We like people who are genuine, authentic, and are really themselves. So completely own that you're an introvert. Number two, lean into your natural abilities. So for example, introverts tend to be really good at one-on-ones. So if I think of myself, I don't love big groups. I've learned how to interact in big groups, which I'm going to teach you how, but I really love one-on-ones. That's where I really excel. So in my business, I'm always looking for ways that I can do one-on-ones or go online. But I'm going to talk about that in a moment. We'll stay focused on number two, lean into your natural abilities. So I always look for where I can do one-on-ones because I really excel at that. 
I never get nervous when I'm talking one-on-one. You know, I really like that more intimate setting versus even to this day when it's a big group, I'll still get a little bit nervous. Number three, outsource and or learn skills for what isn't as natural. So you can do both. You can outsource the thing that you don't love doing and or you can learn skills. So as we continue on, I'm going to give you those skills that I've done as well. So by outsourcing, I mean, if you own a company or let's say you make candles or let's say you have a network marketing company, you can outsource someone to be doing the networking for you. Or in your network marketing team, you can recruit someone who is an extrovert. So for example, in my network marketing company, I have lots of introverts, I have lots of extroverts in my businesses. So say, for example, with Sacred Lotus Love, we have people that are more extroverts as well. So you can outsource for the thing that you don't like to do as much or learn the skills, which I'm going to give you some more skills as we go along. Number four, be strategic. Now, there's two things that I've done that have hugely helped me. Number one, going online changed my world. So in 2011, I took my business 80% online, changed everything because I found that I was doing a lot of presentations. I was around a lot of people a lot of the time. So I was needing to really recharge quite a bit. When I went online, I wasn't around people as much. So it really enabled me to step into my power more because I didn't have to have as much downtime and recharge time. So if you're an introvert, going online is so good because you don't have to have as much time to recharge and you can still reach as many people. And I want to be really clear and really emphasize again, introverts still love people. It's just that Because we expend a lot of energy with them, we really need that recharge time, which can take time. The other thing that I found really works when you're an introvert is to be the host of something versus just being the guest. Because when you go to someone's place or you go to an event as a guest, you have to talk to a lot of people. When you're a host, you're still talking to people, but you're organizing and it puts you in a different place. You don't feel as, well, at least for me, I didn't feel as nervous being a host as sometimes if I was going into a big group setting. So that can be a strategy for you to be a host instead of just being a guest at an event. And then number five, I've really alluded to, make sure you have recharge and disconnect time. So for example, I used to hold retreats and I haven't held a retreat since the pandemic. So I'm looking really forward to holding retreats again. So I hold retreats in Bali, in Tulum, one of my favorite things to do. Now, during those eight days, I'm with people all the time and I love it, but I find I need a good week afterwards to really decompress and recharge and have alone time. And that's, again, an introvert loves people, but they really have to source themselves and they need to do that in a place they have more space and they don't have a lot of people around. Now, my husband, for example, if he did a retreat, he probably would need like a day to recuperate and that's totally natural, but he wouldn't need a week. (laughs) He would be back out there with people again because he gets sourced from people. So if you're an introvert, be really strategic with where you're putting the recharge times. So when I would do a presentation or I would do two-day trainings, I would make sure I always had a half a day afterwards to just recharge. Or I still find to this day, even when I go to like a big party, the next day, I just need some downtime, get out into nature, just some time on my own. Nature is also one of the quickest ways, as well as water, to recharge as an introvert. So let's say you don't have a lot of time and you can't take a day off. Just get out into nature for an hour, take a shower, take a bath. If you live near the ocean, get into the ocean, and that will recharge you very, very quickly. The other thing you can do is walk on grass that's really sourcing, as well as doing anything that you love 
that allows you to have your brain and your body involved in something else. So it could be dance, it could be yoga, it could be reading a book, just something that really transports your whole body somewhere else. And that allows you to recharge as well. Okay, so let me just go over this again, because this is probably the most important thing. I really live my life by setting myself up for success. So whether you do my health program, Sexy Fit Nutrition Challenge, or one of my business programs, it's all about preempting or being proactive or prevention. So I would rather set myself up well to eat well than have to deal with it after I haven't eaten well. I would rather set up my life in a way where it's really setting me up for success rather than having to backtrack. So these are all the things that will really help you create this beautiful environment that enables you to thrive that much more. So that's giving you the foundation. Now let's go on to some more specific skills. Hi, lovely soul. It's Carmen here, and I'm interrupting this episode to tell you about my brand new free manifesting guide. So do you feel a little stuck when it comes to manifesting? Maybe you've been dabbling in this world of manifestation, but it's just not flowing. Or maybe you're just an inch away from your dreams, but you can't seem to break through. Or perhaps you're brand new to manifestation and you're 100% ready to tap into your superpowers, but you're not quite sure how to get started. You are not alone. We all have our moments of doubt. And here's the truth. We all encounter a few sneaky reasons that can slow us down. And so I've just created a brand new guide and it's called the seven sneaky reasons you're not manifesting and more importantly, what you can do about them. I talk about common manifestation hiccups, practical steps to reawaken your manifestation mojo and start turning your dreams into reality now. So to get you started or back into your manifestation flow, go to carmenmarshall.com forward slash seven, like the number, sneaky, S-N-E-A-K-Y. So again, forward slash seven sneaky, and I'll put it in the show notes too. Drop in your email and I'll send you the free guide straight to your inbox. Okay, let's get back to the podcast. So let's talk about networking. Because this is another area that for introverts, they find to be quite difficult. Remember, it's socializing, small talk, networking, and being assertive. So the number one thing that you want to do, and I'm going to have five points for this as well, have something in your hand that makes you feel relaxed. It's kind of like your crutch. And I like to have a glass of sparkling water in my hand because I don't like to drink. And again, if you've been on any of my health programs and you're trying to find a way not to drink when you're in social situations... Just having that sparkling glass of water gives you something to hold in a wine glass and people won't bug you because they think that you're drinking. But it's also just gives you kind of a crutch, something to go refill, just something where it's kind of like if you are taking photographs, having the ability to put your hand on your hip or hold a book or hold a cup, it just makes you feel more natural in your body. Number two. Now, this is going to be, it will seem very counterintuitive, but it works so well. Be the first to introduce yourself. Now, as an introvert, you might think, oh my goodness, that's like totally not the thing that I want to do. But I tell you what, and I learned this from, I think it was like from How to Make Friends. I can't remember the title, but it's one of those classic books about how to make friends. And it said, be the first person to put out your hand to shake somebody else's hand and make them feel comfortable. I tell you what, when you are the first person to actually reach out, because remember, Most people, when they go to a gathering, even if they're an extrovert, feel uncomfortable. 
So with you stepping out, it's like it gives you something else to do and it takes away your nerves. And when you focus on helping other people feel comfortable, which is point number three, it helps make you feel comfortable. So this is always my rule. When I go to any gathering, when I go to any event, when I go to a party, a wedding, a conference, whatever it is, and there's a group of people, I always make sure I'm the one that puts out my hand first. And I'll say, I'm Carmen. I'm from da-da-da. What's your name? And just, I really look people in the eye and then I just wait for them to tell me. And it just seems to really relax people and it relaxes me too because I have something to do. So again, this seems counterintuitive, but so many things in life, it's like the thing that we resist or the thing that we think we don't want to do is actually the thing that will help the most. So do this one thing. I mean, actually, I probably could have done a whole podcast just around this one thing. It has helped me so much. Be the first person to introduce yourself, give a handshake, look into their eye, say, hi, I'm Carmen. I'm from Canada. I'm from Victoria. What's your name? And then you can just start a dialogue. I'm going to give you more tips on how to strike up conversations that are more meaningful so you don't have to get stuck in in small talk, which introverts hate. (laughs) Okay, number three, focus on making other people feel comfortable. So I already alluded to that. But again, when we shift the focus from us of feeling nervous, not liking being in groups, but we focus on making other people feel comfortable, it changes everything. So that's always my thing. I always remember whether you are an extrovert or an introvert, we all get nervous going to group gatherings. How can I make other people feel comfortable? And that helps me as well. Now, number four and number five go together. Number four, search out other introverts. Search out people who look like maybe they're uncomfortable, maybe they're a little bit awkward, and go over and talk to them. That again will give you something to do, and it's just a beautiful thing to do as well. But at the same time, you don't want to use this as a crutch not to talk to the people you want to talk to. And I've done this myself too. I go and find the people that look shy and I just stay there (laughs) because it's really comfortable and I don't have to do anything that's uncomfortable, but I've learned that I can't just do that. Yes, that helps me get over some of my nerves, but what you want to decide is who do you want to talk to at the event before you go? There might be one or two people and then make sure that you go up to them and introduce yourself in the same way. Like I just mentioned, hi, my name's Carmen. I've heard about you through da-da-da. Or something else you could say, I was so impressed by the book that you wrote, or I've been really wanting to meet you and just be really genuine and authentic. If you stumble over your words, even when you're talking to somebody because you feel a little bit nervous, just own that and say, oh my goodness, I feel really nervous. I don't know why. People will really identify with that and say, oh, don't worry. I feel really nervous when I come to these type of events as well. So again, this all goes back to owning who we are owning whatever we are in the moment, being authentic, being really genuine. And that's how we can connect to people. It's not going to change whether you're an introvert or an extrovert. Because remember, introverts love people. It's just that we gain our energy from being alone. That's how we get sourced. And we tend to be a little bit more introspective when we're solving problems, solving challenges. But it doesn't mean that we don't love people. So learning all these skills, it's not going to change whether you're an introvert or not. It's just going to give you the strategies to really thrive in the situations where it might've felt uncomfortable before. But honestly, do I still get nervous before I go into a big group? Yes, but I've learned that I need to feel the fear and do it anyways. Let's go into conversation tips. So this again goes back to where introverts struggle with not knowing what to say and just feeling really awkward. And again, this was me. So it's things that I've studied. I've gone to trainings. I've read so many books on this. And this is what has really helped me. 
So number one, ask people about themselves. So I always, and this is even if I'm giving a presentation one-on-one or I'm talking to somebody and maybe I'm talking and I can see them glaze over. Whenever I see that glazed over look, or if I'm trying to start a conversation, I always ask a question because people love talking about themselves. Now, the caveat to this is though, you want to still share some things about you too, because no one wants to be interrogated. So you want to ask questions and then really listen genuinely, but then share some about you as well. So it feels like a dialogue. Number two, throw in unique questions so that there aren't just small talk questions like, how's the weather? And did you sleep good last night? You know, really standard questions. So these are some things that you can ask that can start some really good conversations. So tell me about you. It's kind of open-ended. And if the person struggles, then you can give more questions, but that's a really open-ended. And the way that you say it when you're looking in someone's eyes can make them know that you're really genuine. And Again, I really want to stress looking at someone in their eyes. Now, again, you don't want to like be a a psychotic (laughs) psycho (laughs) where you're just staring at them, but you want to have that connection that really feels like you care. So you can look at the person, you can glance away occasionally, just let it feel natural, but definitely look people in the eyes. Introverts tend to, when we feel uncomfortable, we may not look people in the eyes or we may look down at our shoes, but you want to really look people in the eyes, look around at other people that you're in the conversation with. And try to stay really open and engaging. All right, so some more questions. So what do you like most about working at your company or your business or your network marketing company, depending what the event is about? Then let's say if you're away from home and everyone is at a conference, have you had a chance to explore outside the conference any fun sites that you'd recommend, any restaurants? So you get people to share what they've been finding. People always love to do that. I love this question. What personal passion project are you working on right now? Do you have a personal passion project that you're working on right now? So any variation of that. What was your highlight of this week? What was your highlight today? And then also you can go onto Google and just search best conversation starters and find the ones that you would love to know the answers to. Because when we get curious, people can feel that genuine authenticity So keep this curious, open, like I really want to know feeling about you and that will help you so much, even as an extrovert as well, that curiosity where people know you really want to know. All right, number three, share interesting tidbits. So this is something that you can do. I really teach journaling where you journal about what you're grateful for as well as what are the best things that happened to you today. And you can talk about that at night before you fall asleep with your partner, with your kids. It's just beautiful. One of the things that you can do, which I do myself, but I haven't actually taught this, but I'm going to teach this here, is you can write down every day, what happened today that would make a good story? What happened today that would be a good tidbit in a conversation? And this is where we can come to the conversations with interesting things. It also really helps put some purpose into whatever we're learning. Let's say we're reading a book about manifestation or we're learning how to cook Thai food, just something that At the end of the day, you're like, what did I learn today that could make an interesting story or be an interesting tidbit to bring to a conversation? Because that's what makes people fascinating are two things. The ability to ask great questions, because people will always find you more fascinating when they're talking about themselves. And then just little tidbits that you can bring to a conversation. Number four, don't worry about being perfect or smooth. This will get easier and easier the more that you do it. I promise you that from one introvert to another. And then number five, 
don't obsess about the conversations later. So it's always good to think, okay, I could have said this, I could have done it differently. But remember, you're learning. This is a skill that I had to learn. And the worst thing you can do is obsess about it and think, oh my goodness, I was such an idiot. You never want to tell yourself things like that. All you want to think is, oh, I could have said that. Okay, let it go. And it was just a learning experience. Now, one final thing that I want to talk about is what if you're constantly getting interrupted or talked over? And this goes back to introverts sometimes feeling that they're not assertive enough. And it's just because we tend to not so much want to put ourselves out into the limelight. And what that can equal is sometimes we get talked over. Number one, I want to say, sometimes you're just in a group where there's someone who just wants to have all the attention. And we, we all come across people like that. They're either just not aware or they just like a lot of attention. And, and there's all types of people in this world. If you find yourself in that type of group and there's just no way you can get a, a word in edgewise, what I just do when there's just a little breather in the conversation, I'll just say, oh, excuse me, I, I need to leave, but it was just really nice meeting you. And I just have a big smile and I leave, okay? Because we don't have to stay in a conversation in a group if we don't want to. And don't feel bad about leaving. Just when there's a little lull, just say, I'm so sorry, I need to leave, but it was really nice meeting you. And just leave. Don't make a big scene of it, make a big smile, make it really gentle, but just go to another group where you can be more part of the conversation. And just realize that's going to happen in, in any type of event, and it's totally fine. But take control of your own being because you don't have to stay in that conversation. You can leave that group and go to a group where you can contribute more. All right. So then once you're in a group where there is more conversation that you can be part of, what you want to do is look people in their eyes. So again, I mentioned that introverts can sometimes just not, they can be looking at the ground because we're a little bit shyer sometimes. So look people in the eyes. Number two, make sure you express excitement with your voice because that actually activates the listener mirror neurons in other people. So again, as introverts, we can tend to be a little bit like we don't speak loud enough or we don't speak with enough energy. And I used to be that way as well. So you want to have a little bit more energy, a little bit more excitement. Your eyes are open. You use your hands as well. And this leads me into point three, speak like you deserve to be heard and loud enough with your voice and your body so as not to get interrupted. So when you're excited or you're genuine, your eyes are engaging, you're using your hands, people will listen to you. Now, remember though, it's just human nature where people want to talk and sometimes people get excited and they can interrupt and that's just, that's okay. But when we focus on these things, as well as making what we're saying interesting, relatable, involving people, making eye contact, involving them with their names, that is going to increase the chances of people not interrupting you. So I hope this has helped you. The biggest thing I want to leave you with is that it's actually an asset that you're an introvert. And remember, we have all types of personalities in the world, and you never want to use a way of being as a reason why you're not successful, because it actually can be a, a superpower. Again, business is one of the things I absolutely love. And it's really served me being an introvert. And in the ways where it's not as comfortable for me, I've either outsourced it or I found ways to actually be more comfortable with it and as well face my fears. And that's part of being an entrepreneur and growing and expanding, leaning into the things that we're not as comfortable with, facing the fear and doing it anyways. For me, being an introvert, I definitely need time on my own, but I also love people. So I've used different ways like making sure I'm the first person to reach out my hand to shake their hand and say hello, to really ask good questions, to come to the conversation with interesting tidbits, 
all of these things help us really build relationships because no matter if you're an introvert or extrovert, we want to connect with people. We want to connect heart to heart. We want to be genuine, authentic, and we're building relationships at the end of the day, whether we're introverts or extroverts. I hope this has been helpful for you. As one introvert to another introvert, I hope this has brought some tips for you. And if you think this would benefit somebody else, please share with them as well. And I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd absolutely love if you left a review on iTunes. It really helps me to get the podcast out there to support more people just like you to create soulful lives. And as a thank you, I'd love to send you my 20 personal affirmations for manifesting an aligned, magical, and fulfilling life. To access this freebie, simply send a screenshot of your review to soulcraft at karmamarshall.com and I'll send you my favorite affirmations and mantras straight to your inbox. All my love and I'll see you on the next episode.